0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be, to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, friends and listeners. This is Dwight Beal calling. (laughs) Dwight Beal calling. (laughs) This is Dwight Beal speaking. And it is Monday, December. Who
1: are you <laughs> calling? Yeah, exactly. Who are you calling? I'm calling
0: all of our listeners. I'm calling them to come listen to the podcast. Uh, well, if you haven't guessed already, my my distinguished guest this week is Chris Klein. How's it going, Chris? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. And I'm pumped that you're my guest this week. It's always fun to have a guest that excels in smart Alec comments. I think. Yes, Chris, I, I do <laughs> that well. Yes, you do. I think Chris has the spiritual gift of smack talk, especially when it comes to sports and things like that. I'm excited to have Chris as my guest this week, and we are going to be reading out of the Book of John. But first, Chris, how long have you been
1: worshiping at Victory Point? I believe it is going on 15 to 16 years, which is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. You, you've seen
0: a lot of changes over those last 15 to 16 years. Yes.
1: Yes, I have.
0: And how long ago did you and Don get married? 12 years ago. All right. So you were attending Victory Point before you got married. So did you recruit Don here?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Well, we love having you part of our congregation, and I love it when you sing. I can hear you every once in a while when I'm up leading worship. I can hear your very unique voice out there. Yes. (laughs) Well, Chris, why don't you take us into our first Bible passage today, and then we'll
1: discuss it a little bit. John 18, verses 15 to 18. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus. Because this disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard, but Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty there and brought Peter in. You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? She asked Peter. He replied, I am not. It was cold, and the servants and officials stood around a fire they had made to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. John 18 verses 25 to 27. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself. So they asked him, You aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him. Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again Peter denied it, and at that moment a rooster began to crow. Awesome.
0: Well, Chris, I know you have read this ahead of time and you've prepared some thoughts. What sticks out to you in this passage?
1: My first reaction was, denying Jesus is the easier way to live. Mm -hmm. This was my first impression, but I would like to go through some of the thoughts Peter might be having. Okay. Peter was horrified when Jesus told him he was going to deny him three times. Mm -hmm. Peter was ready for a battle and thought there would be no way he would deny Jesus. Right. We even see him cut a soldier's ear off, and he was ready to take on everybody. I believe we don't have an accurate account after how many soldiers came to arrest Jesus that night. It wasn't at 20 or 30. It was thousands upon thousands. Hmm. Here is Peter ready to fight for the kingdom, or so he thought, and then Jesus told him to put down his sword right. and heals the soldier's ear. Mm-hmm. This is what led up to this section of scripture. As I put myself in Peter's shoes, I want to see what is going to happen to Jesus. At the same time, I am wondering what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Peter believed Jesus was there to establish Israel's kingdom back. Right. So when Jesus said stop, what went through Peter's head? Is he wondering if Jesus is the Messiah? Is he doubting the mission? Right. Right. It is easier to deny Jesus at this point because of these thoughts he might have been having, mm. and at the same time, Peter is no longer willing to suffer and die. Mm. Yes, he was a faithful follower, but I would say all bets are off now. Mm. It is easier to deny Jesus, than go to the cross with him. Our people are coming at Peter accusing him, and Peter is just saying, no, I'm out, I'm not a part of this. As a Jesus follower, I know the king. I know my identity is the son of the king. That being said, I believe it is even easier to deny Jesus. It is easier to keep quiet, or not speak up too much when we are faced in a situation when Jesus wants us to speak up. Mm -hmm. Jay said this well the other Sunday. If you are confronted by somebody about why God allows cancer, disabilities, crime, and all of this destruction to happen, it is way easier to deny Jesus than to stand up for him. Dwight you know me, and you know the Klein family. We uh, yes. don't keep quiet when we <laughs> believe somebody is wrong. Uh, right. <laughs> so I don't usually back away, but I know there are times that I don't stand up for Jesus. At the same time, I know Jesus wants to shine his light and speak his truth. Uh, hmm.
0: Good words, Klein. I do know the Klein family. (laughs) I've known the Klein family for decades now, and your your older brother, Jeff, and Scott, and Pam, and yeah, you guys are very outspoken, but I appreciate what you said, that even coming from an outspoken family, you can envision yourself in Peter's shoes, right? Yeah. And interesting take that when Peter realized that Jesus wasn't going to take over, he's starting to doubt the mission. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't just doubting or denying his friend three times, but it was him saying, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're thinking?
1: Yeah. Yeah. you might be right. At the same time, Jesus is pointing him to a life of redemption.
0: Hmm. How, how so?
1: jesus is turning him off from the here and now and pointing him to a different idea of the kingdom where redemption starts not sure if i said that right Hmm. it's okay
0: yeah i think you're right i think he is pointing him towards something very different and even when peter pulls out the sword and cuts off the guy's ear right i mean that's the background to what we're reading today And Jesus puts the year back on the guy and heals him. I mean, he's Peter had to be thinking, Yes. What is going on here? I'm trying to protect my best friend, and it seems like he's fighting for the other side. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is a great setup for the rest of the week. Thanks for your thoughts on this, Chris. And as we go about our day today, maybe we could just ask the Holy Spirit. Hey, what are ways that are subtle or not so subtle that we may yeah. be denying yeah. Jesus yeah. or denying that we identify with Jesus yeah. in big or small ways in our life? And just purpose to, to say, hey, Lord, I want to go with you even if it means going to the cross. Because yeah. we understand his mission a little more clearly this side of the cross, right? We, we know where he's going, and we know where it's all headed.